Como vai? Welcome to the season premiere of the Soup Pea Podcast. Season number five, it is I, Polo Parata, um, with a friend of mine. But yeah, we're going to get into this new season, uh, new new guest, and we're going to start it off with the one and the only Free Humanity. Greetings from Los Angeles. So how ha- you do? Happy to be in, here in New York. Happy to be chilling with, with the fam. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, man, um, welcome back to New York. Because last time you was here, we chilled. Um, we, I think we went to the Cause exhibit. Um, went to another exhibit, like, around the corner. Yeah, we went to a bunch of, actually, little you know? galleries. And, like, yeah. <laughs> an hour and a half, we had a bunch of little galleries yeah. at, like, Park Avenue. Did that a lot fun. of extracurriculum activities. Yeah, that shit was good. I think my daughter was there. Yeah, that's right. That's you good. Know? Oh, man, it's so good to expose. <laughs> this is what I've heard. Yeah. That if you never take your kid to a museum, mm-hmm. that they are so unlikely to ever muse- visit museums later on in their life. And even if you take the kids to a museum, like, a couple times in their lives, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Let alone a couple times a year, mm-hmm. that it just stays with them forever, and they're literally always going to museums and checking out art for the rest yeah, of their life. She's been to quite a few museums and openings and, you know, That's bless her little kid, heart. Man, dude, yeah, dude, it plants great seeds, dude. So let's talk about you, dude. So how long have you been doing doing art? And kind of tell the audience what, what type of art you do, what I type mean, of artist I've, you are. I've always been playing with art, but, like, the last 12, 13 years is when I started this Free Humanity campaign mm-hmm. and started hitting the streets in the L.A. Hollywood area pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And it only took about a couple years for it to gain traction mm-hmm. and for me to start making a living off of it, which was pretty nice. Right. So uh, <clears throat> what does the whole free humanity thing stand for? Like, What does it mean? I mean, free humanity is just basically about elevating like people's concept of borders and races. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Because we're all like, like we're all the same humanity. And if you can't have one nation that exploits another nation, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In this society, I mean, you can't, we have that. We have capitalism where other nations exploit people. There's division through countries and these divisions are because of labor and slave labor. And this is how first world nations work. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So free humanity is this concept of trying to break down the idea of, of borders and people and about basic rights of like of you know right to housing right Mm -hmm. to free education right to free health care which we are all supposed to have but our government spends all our money on war so it's Mm -hmm. i like to tell people that like america spends a hundred billion dollars on police a year Mm -hmm. and it would take about 32 to like 40 billion dollars a year to end homelessness and another 32 billion to put every single human being in college in america for free Mm. and we still got money left over but we spend 100 billion dollars on police police small police solve like a fraction of like crimes you know Mm. what i mean so um that's kind of the idea you Mm -hmm. know what i mean it's this idea that we we're all the same and not just like people but i'm also about animal rights Mm -hmm. and i believe animals are entitled to the same rights as humans Mm -hmm. and that's like my idea that i always try to bring across with my art so 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 it's basically your ideal spill onto the canvas or whatever yeah i'm trying to like well it like started from long walks in downtown los angeles and like 
the wheat pasting scene was just kind of starting to grow around 2008, 2009. There was actually only seven, eight dudes around at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought I, I had something to say too, you know what I mean? And I took my shot at it and was extremely prolific, got extremely addicted to getting up. So I think that played in part to uh, me getting noticed and being able to make a living from you remember you remember the first time like what was the first time was that someone noticed your oh man it, it i i to be honest it took a long it took like about a year you know what i mean and mm -hmm. then i somehow just was out in the streets of hollywood doing some stuff mm -hmm. and um i would always be checking like the street art blogs because yeah. I, that those were real popular at the time mm -hmm. it was like you know before exit through the gift shop before people even knew like what street art was people weren't even looking around really mm -hmm. So um, I popped up on some like really cool street art blog and was like so excited, you know. Yeah, right, right. And <laughs> it was it was motivating uh, at and, that time. And then that was it. Yeah, I mean, I was already. I mean, I was more addicted to getting up, but I think uh, that was definitely a start to a bunch of things that led to a bunch of other things. And mm -hmm. like in 2011, which is kind of what like secured me as an international artist right. um i was really I'm, I'm still into conceptual art so what i did in around 2010 2011 is i had these apple grenades i put them on this tree took a photo of it they got on a couple art blogs mm. and i was like super hyped about that i left one apple grenade there hoping that some art fan would find it you know what i mean take an art piece home mm. <clears throat> i was selling them at the galleries like they were blowing up mm. and um According to the news, the newscaster said that a um, that some homeless guy saw this apple grenade, called the cops. The cops called the SWAT team. Mm. The SWAT team called the bomb squad. And then the Channel 7 ABC like news arrived. And then like the bomb squad pulled out like a bomb squad robot and blew up this like apple grenade because they thought it was like a real grenade but yeah. and they were filming it like th like through the helicopter so like i like i kind of like blew up internationally and people were like oh my god you're an art terrorist it's amazing you know what i mean mm -hmm. they later found out that it was actually an art project yeah. so they had uh major crimes and this other thing called the criminal conspiracy investigation committee looking for me following my family uh, for about three or four months, I think they tried to exhaust all their leads, and um, luckily that that blew over. But um, in 2011, that I mean, I'd even had shows in London in 2010 for street art, mm -hmm. but that kind of solidified this like that was like you know one of those I've had so many like ups and downs with popularity, but that was like this first huge international jump, mm -hmm. and you could just type in Google "free humanity." apple grenade right and all kinds of crazy ass articles come up about it you know what i mean right so that's a little interesting story that people old school fans they know about that stuff mm -hmm. so where do you see yourself now like like what 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 level are you at now i mean at the moment i'm just like i'm a public artist i get to paint murals i'm you know i'm doing art shows here there like my goal is more public art installations and less murals and yeah that's kind of where i'm trying to go mm -hmm. uh but you know i'm just 
at the moment I have a lot of opportunities and I'm just grateful and just trying to take advantage of whatever love comes my way and give a lot of love back. Mm. That um, cause uh, so what? What's like your favorite like art to do? I know you do installations. You do you know saying little stuff, big stuff. Like what's your? Oh like, man, to be honest, it's like was, was I, it I, oil, bl- I like blow with the wind because yeah. like so I'm a I'm a prolific oil painter too. And like sometimes I can oil paint for like years at a time, you know what I mean? But I tend to sell more of the like colorful heart spray paint stuff. Mm-hmm. So like it's a little back and forth and I really just kind of like blow with the wind. Make, you know what I mean? Like recently I just started making collages because yeah. I've had a little less time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been at the uh, at the art studio and at home less. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of other stuff. So um just collages have been working out they've been a lot of fun so has that been a staple of yours like the i don't like the the, the colorful collage stuff like yeah well colorful hearts has been like the staple for like 12 years Mm -hmm. you know what i mean which i always try to incorporate in everything even in the collages right you know yeah because i've seen you did like what was that one like you did like a big installation i don't know where it was at i wonder what state it was it was huge. Oh, like the four-story mural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was in Lynn, Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That. It was for a really cool uh, uh, mural festival called Beyond Walls. Mm-hmm. And uh, I painted two things. I painted a big four-story building. Yeah. And that was another one of these, like, can-popping things that went viral. I made a video for that, and that mm-hmm. kind of blew me up. It got shared all over. And I um, also did another mural for them that was an abstract one where it was just strictly can popping. Right. And I've also, like I said, made like those little videos, those can popping videos just always blow up. So is that so like was, a hard thing to do, like do a four story building or? Like- I mean, like with the hearts thing, it's pretty easy. You know what I mean? If there's like letters and words, those things take more time. Like, like, in 2020, I was invited to go to Albany yeah. to do a four-story photorealistic mural. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic, like, they couldn't bring, like, outside artists in. So they brought me in in, like, 2021 at mm-hmm. the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But then they changed the wall and they actually just wanted, like, a positive quote and, like, some hearts. You know what I mean? Right. Which is way less work for me. Uh, but I think that's kind of what people tend to like a little mm-hmm. more. It's, like, some something meaningful you know and something colorful right even more than the images you know right so somehow i've just leaned towards that because that's what people have asked for yeah because i mean bro because I, I mean i like the thing i like about what you do too is like i like the videos like how you'll show somebody like a blank wall and you'll start like mad fast and the next thing you know it's like all oh, these people are here it's like an event and then and then like and then you even go to like when it's over yeah and you're like, oh, well, this is it. And then you kind of show that too, you know? Yeah, yeah. I like how you show the whole, off like four stages of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot I mean, of artists don't do that. Uh, yeah, I, th- I like to show the process of, of the making. I think it kind of is a little interesting sometimes, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Not always. Sometimes I'm just like, finished product, finished product. Right. But, so, so how did you deal with COVID? I mean, you know. Oh, man, I'm pretty isolated to begin with. Right. So like, I even think most artists are like this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, COVID wasn't even anything. Like, I was just grinding, right, making yeah, art yeah. anyway. Yeah, you, you probably got busier, right? I actually, it was really odd, man. The, my most successful time of my entire art career started at COVID. Mm-hmm. And I think it's literally because just people weren't 
able to take trips. Right. So they had so much money. Mm-hmm. And people, when you have so much money, you just get this itch that you need to spend it. Right. Like, I spent 10 grand on three paintings from this amazing uh, oil painter muralist, uh, mm-hmm. Drew Merritt. Because I couldn't take a trip. I had a bunch of money and I was like, I want to buy something. So right. I think I think that helped for a lot of artists. I know a lot of artists that actually sold a lot of art during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, but for you, you didn't have a problem with whole, 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 no, I COVID, mean, I, the mass thing. The... I mean, no, I was pretty, pretty isolated as is. And I think um, me and my girl at the time took like a trip. I, I live in Cali and we took a trip up the coast. Right. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, it, it was, it was pretty chill. Right. You know what I mean? Like sometimes like they didn't care about the masks mm-hmm. and sometimes did. And, it was cool. It was for a lot of, for a lot of, like you know, like graph artists, for instance, they loved the time when COVID time because you could like really get busy. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and there's like no cops around. That, so. That's true. I you, could imagine. You, you know, you could really get busy. I was like more busy just grinding at home because I was just getting so many people asking for work mm-hmm. that I literally didn't have time to barely even go outside. Mm-hmm. So I was like isolated. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even pre-COVID, I was like grind and making like paintings 10 hours a day like six seven days a week i was just so inspired for like a year and a half yeah but how do you balance that because i know like you're a busy guy when it comes to like you know paintings and dude sometimes i just say people. no to everything dude and i'm like i just do whatever i want to do so you just say no no i don't care sometimes no but that's like, good because you, like, you, you gotta like, have a work-life balance well it's like you it's also like about like this mental health thing like you got to do what makes you happy you know what i mean because if you're always doing what other people want you to do you know what i mean like even if it's for money like it's not worth it sometimes like i've been invited to go to like bali you know what i mean to like a copaina mural but like i wasn't feeling it at the time i Mm -hmm. wanted to do something else and i didn't feel like going and just being out by myself at the time and right i was like no i'm sorry i'm gonna no, that's pass on that. That's so important, bro. You know, and that's... just do what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm financially stable enough where I can do whatever I want to do, unless right. some big project comes along and it has to be done, you know, super quick and it's worth my time. Mm-hmm. I'll say yeah. You know. Yeah. Have you delved into the uh, the whole in, um, NFT craze? Uh, not a little. I I made one NFT because somebody actually pre prepaid me to do it mm-hmm. so and that that was the only one so but the nft thing is more like the one percenters get to like take advantage of that hype you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. like if you're not like a mega star like uh the people dude you know what i mean or other dudes and then not only that there's also been a bunch of stuff that has come out saying that like 90 percent of those sales are all fake mm-hmm. like wikipedia doesn't list nfts as an actual art you know what i mean yeah. so it's like there's a lot of other things involved in it that like art is all smoke and mirrors to begin with right. you know what i mean mm-hmm. The way art careers are made are super shysty. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, something new coming out, like, is even more smoke and mirrors, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I always tell people, art brings in more money than anything else in the world. More than sports, mm-hmm. more than anything, dude. And it is the least regulated industry in the world. Dude. Right. Oldest business, least regulated. Wherever there's a lot of money, wherever there's no regulation tons of corruption man Mm -hmm. 
You're talking with auction houses, yeah. Yeah. with galleries, with museums, just to build up prices and build up art careers. So mm -hmm. it's like, it's all smoke and mirrors, man. <laughs> so like, you can't, you can't believe the hype. <laughs> you yeah. cannot believe the hype. Unless you're 100% certain, like, oh, I love this artist. He's destined for a great career. Right. I want to buy this art because I'm investing in this artist and this art I love. You know what I mean? support this guy and his way up to his career. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were just talking about that with our, with our little our friend, uh, Danny Cortez, you know what I'm saying? We had a similar conversation. About smoke and mirrors? Yeah, about smoke and mirrors. Everything's smoke and mirrors, man. Everything is smoke and mirrors. But that makes sense, bro. Like that. And that's from me making making a living for 12 years. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, I know how it all works, man. Mm -hmm. No, but as with anything, like you said, if it's not regulated, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's gonna be some smoke, and then it's gonna be some fire. Yeah, dude. there's gonna be some more. Yeah, yeah, and then like you don't, you don't really know what is real. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, but that's the beauty of the art world too. I right. love it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you're a veteran of it, so so I, I don't you know mind how it, to man. you know how to traverse those uh, rough waters. Uh, yeah, I would say. yeah. Well, somewhat. You know what I mean? <laughs> so but, far, so good. But um. I see you got a, um, are you also doing merch now? Or? No, I, I like mostly just make like one shirts ones? for me. Right. Or like if somebody really asks me, like they're like, oh, I really like this piece. Like, do you have shirts of it? Like I'll make a specific shirt for people if they ask. Mm. But like, I'm just trying to make art. So like, I'm not trying to like take my time to like merchandise anything. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like if people want something, that's cool. Like like this jacket. Like actually, I went to an art show last night wearing this like heart jacket. Right. And like people were tripping, man. People were like, holy shit, where yeah, can I get one of those? Dope, you know what bro. I mean? Like I never even got like like that much. I rarely wear this thing out. You know what I mean? It's dope. real colorful. That's dope. You know what I mean? But like people were tripping. You know what I mean? And the gallery owner was like, where can I get one of those? See? I was like, just DM me. You know what I mean? Right. Bro, so, that shit is dope though, bro. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's just like on ask, you know what I mean? But I'm not like putting it out there because I'm not trying to like ship a bunch of stuff out and take right. my time doing that. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. let somebody else deal with that if they want to deal with that. I'm just trying to make art. <laughs> but that's part, But that's also art too, bro. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like painting or right. like that's like, you know, I'm going on the computer. I need to order this. I got to build it on the computer. And I'm like, oh, man, this is just... Not shit I want to do for right. like so. It's just like more work and a little money, you know. But I'll do it for like close friends. I'll hook people up with right. like with some gear and stuff, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, that's dope, bro. Damn, he's bringing out the. ZZ Josh like it. I'm glad. <laughs> but yeah, so going on to that. So how do you? Because I know you're very, you know conscious with the country and stuff that's going yeah, on yeah man i do post a lot of political stuff right I'm so very shadow banned <laughs> yeah i mean i know but that bro that's good you're like that because you know what i'm saying because you kind of you see what's going on so like, i mean i'm just trying to use i'm i've always been this way man just trying to make people aware of what's going yeah, on yeah so that's what's it. so what do you think it's going to take to get this country back on track because it's it's going to the left just to let you know yeah i mean it's it's weird though like you also got like it's also like blatantly like okay for politicians to be like white nationalists you know right, what i mean right. which that wasn't cool a few years ago mm -hmm. pre-trump mm -hmm. so like but then those fools have always been there mm -hmm. they just 
weren't being allowed, you know? So it's yeah. like, we've always had like deep institutional racism. So, I mean, I think, you know, people are trying to vote progressives in and that's like the goal, but man, like this country is like run by queens and queens, you know what I mean? And they're both ruling class. And yeah. that's like what most people don't see mm -hmm. that it's like, you got this choice of illusion, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Where you have like Biden, like, detaining more people at the border mm -hmm. you have biden trying to pump a hundred thousand more cops in into the country you have fucking biden like issuing more oil permits than trump did so it's like it's almost like this blue maga but that doesn't mean trump is any better because he's not he's worse you know what i mean but yeah. it's just like we're both voting for like the kings and the queens it's like and a lesser... the democrats and the republicans like they're both ruling class right. they both don't want to give you free health care they both don't want to give you education you know what i mean mm -hmm. and they just want to spend money on war so i think it's about also realizing that and trying to create this other system you know instead of the two-party system because mm -hmm. like the democrats also spend mad money kicking off third-party ballots off off the ballot mm -hmm. like they're trying to make sure the green party isn't on there so nobody no real progressive gets in right. you know and that's the ruling class neither one of these people give a fuck mm -hmm. So, so it's like it's just like the lesser of two evils yeah but Which that's all you, you get that's with. all you get so but the lesser of two evils isn't even lesser they're the same evil but one is a little more blatantly racist and one isn't blatantly racist mm -hmm. you know what i mean and people are are okay with less blatantly racist do you actually think racism will ever go away nah maybe like maybe you know what i mean possibly it's like a it's it's like a learned thing like people brainwash their kids into it you mm -hmm. know what i mean so it's like it's it's not like you're out in the world and you're like damn i hate this one race or something you know i just think with the you know there's a lot of mixed kids and i think yeah eventually eventually you know, i think is. it'll just dilute to the yeah. point of you can't even categorize yeah, anybody think, no yeah, more yeah eventually if we last that long yeah, which i don't you know, think we will right 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe if we get to that point yeah maybe in another thousand years <laughs> if the corporations don't take over well i mean i think they could they they took over already. they did they control the world they control everything i read actually this the most amazing quote of my fucking life just recently right. and it was by mussolini mm -hmm. italian dictator right and he said that fascism should actually be called corporatism because all fascism is is a merger of the government and corporate power together mm -hmm. and that's where we live now corporations make the laws yeah they, they, and so we do live in that you know what i mean but like it's not blatant where the corporations are like we're the fucking superpower you know what i mean we're we're still under the illusion of government and democracy which yeah. is illusion in this country also yeah because i think a big hit a big hit was taken because like even with like roe versus wade being overturned and just stuff like well dude that's like they they then well you have like obama could have like codified it like it's all the same thing yo like oh people don't even want to hear this but like obama like drone stroked a bunch of like did drone strikes on a bunch of women and children man. right 
You know what I mean? Like these people are all war criminals, mm -hmm. dude. Mm -hmm. And they all don't want to give you free education or free healthcare, which you should be entitled to with your taxes. Right. Yeah, and then I think it's like it's getting to a point where the middle class is paying for everything. Dude, the lower class is as like of two thousand eight disappearing. We, we also have the same middle class as of Turkey and Mexico. Right. So like we're living, oh, we're living in like a fake first world country, mm -hmm. in a fake first world nation mm -hmm. that has like third world like government policies and politics and structure in our mm -hmm. system now from the first like huge financial crash 2008 2009 mm -hmm. so yeah. we've been living in this third world country for a minute that some who i think is my friend jeff said that like america is just like a fat ass motherfucker with a fake gucci belt mm -hmm. you know <laughs> and that's all america yeah. is you know it's got this fake gucci belt that's mm -hmm. like pretends it's a first world nation you know what i mean mm -hmm. but it's just fat eating mcdonald's and dying of cancer yeah but Come on now, McDonald's is a staple, man. Oh man, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, it's like uh, it's like you said, it's like it's so much just underlining stuff going on, and if you're not aware, you can't, you don't even see it. Yeah, I think that's I I try to make people aware, you know. Mm -hmm. But I'm not I'm not never forcing anything, you know. I'm just right. like, hey, did you know about this? Right, you know. Yeah, but that shadow band stuff you talk about is real. Oh my god, it's dude. very real, dude. It's insane. After this new algorithm jackpot I just hit, man, like, yeah. oh, man, I was at the all-time low of, like, posting and views. But, like, yeah. I don't care. I'm just going to keep doing what I do. Yeah, because, I mean, I've been shadow banned on, um, on, on YouTube. Oh, damn. Because, like, you know, like, for instance, like, my channel, I got to go over 2 million views. Wow. So I get a certain amount of views per week, per month. And I know once something comes up and I know it's kind of controversial and I notice the shit's, the numbers are drop, the the shorts are, no, it will be no views. Wow. They like totally like 86 your stuff. Yeah, And they man. probably put like, they, they kind of like, I got patch on like, like one week or like they'll just, nothing to fucking, you'll get no numbers for nothing. Yeah, dude. The next week it goes back to normal. I'm like. Yo, it's crazy, bro. Like they they watch everything. It's like Big Brother. Like right, right whole, now, uh, right now we're living in and like people don't understand that like we're in the same place that like the Chinese are or like the Soviet people are. Mm -hmm. We're under insane propaganda, dude. And like, dude, the NSA's been watching people forever. Like they've been locking a what locking up like whistleblowers. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. America's not about free press, yo. Right. Or else they wouldn't be trying to extradite Julian Assange for just telling the truth about people killing innocent people in Afghanistan, mm -hmm. killing women and children. That's what that fool's in prison for. Mm -hmm. Nothing else. Right, right. Well, it's like, it's crazy, bro. Like, so yeah, they're trying to, they're trying to press down, dude, mm -hmm. on, on all information that is about freedom and truth. Mm -hmm. You know, any kind of real information that doesn't fit the narrative gets X'd out. Some lady in Germany. Yeah. Isn't is being locked up for three years and got like her account like axed because she was in like she was in Ukraine in the Soviet Union right. and she was saying that like the Ukrainians are like losing you know what I mean and the Soviets are like taking over mm -hmm. you know and like no one else is reporting this and she was reporting it and she's like getting thrown in prison. 
Like, Be- because look at the because there's a lot of money going into Ukraine, and half of that money goes back to buying all the arms and defense, which are owned by all these American contractors, which all of Congress owns all these stocks and bonds in. So all that money, all that taxpayer money just gets funneled to other countries, which really just gets funneled in Congress's pockets. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the war machine, man. It's just like the biggest seller, dude. Yeah, because think about it. like We just ended a 20-year war in life at Afghanistan where Mm -hmm. we found out all this money was pissed away into nothing, into fake infrastructure. You know what I mean? Them literally building fake schools. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That never were meant to be used because that's what they do. They blow shit up. They pretend they're going to go fix it. And all that money is just like defense contractors from America that are friends of congressmen's. Right. But you know what sucks too? It's like, like I'm glad you brought that up about the Ukraine war and stuff like that. Because of all that. That's very political yeah, right yeah. now, man. Now we're going through this hella inflation thing where it's like, you can you can see like eggs are fucking eleven dollars and yeah, dude. It's like it's like literally there's sanctions on America, dude. Right. Like I always tell people, dude, America is a terrorist country. That's a terrorist against the world, and it's terrorist against its own people, dude. That's why the police are shooting people every day, beating people up all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why they don't want people to unionize and have free healthcare and free education. They want you to be a slave for as little as money as possible. That's it, dude. Yeah, they just want to keep you with a set amount and then just yep. live off of that. Yeah. And just then keep on going check to check, like you know, they say. Check to do. You're literally just a battery till you're just tossed away, man. Like, you got 60, 70-year-old people that work in 40 hours that should not be working. Yeah, it reminds me, you know what? That like, always breaks my heart, man. I'll go to a lot. You go anywhere and they'll hire, like, some old-ass people. And I'm like, oh, man, these people shouldn't be working. That's so, that's brutal. Like, this country is a dystopian nightmare, man. <laughs> It reminds me of like like my, seen, I'm a working class fa- like I come from working class like my aunts still work yo and they're like in their fifties about right. to be sixty right. you know and they're working like graveyard shifts in another job just to make ends meet mm-hmm. you know yep like um you ever seen the Matrix of course it's like the Matrix yeah oh dude it is very much like the Matrix people are just used as batteries <laughs> the blue that's all the it is film. that's that's like a metaphor for the Matrix every time I see that that movie I'm like damn we're living in the Matrix yeah dude and unless you get pulled out you're just gonna be a battery yeah like, like you know what I mean does anybody know what their real life really is I think most people don't even enjoy their life that's the real thing mm-hmm. like you gotta just make the most of every moment and every day and do things that make you happy mm-hmm. you know cause like most people are living for tomorrow man. and they're never here, dude. They'll spend their whole lives living for tomorrow, man, or chasing money, thinking it's going to make them happy, right. you know? And That's... then when they have that, they realize that it doesn't make them yeah, happy. Yeah, and, they don't... Yo, and I know right. lots of extremely successful artists, mm-hmm. millionaires, billionaires. Right. You know what I mean? Miserable. They're probably the most depressed people in the Yo, planet. they're miserable, man. Right. You know, I've come from nothing. So I appreciate everything, everything, dude. Yeah, but you every did it, little you did thing. Did it the right way. Just the way, man. I'm, you know, or, or, or I was, way, I'm way. Mexican. I come from a low-income, working-class family, you know. So like, I've seen my family have to work, you know, to take a vacation for a week or two every year, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So, you know, we could talk about this all oh, day. Yeah. But, all so day. what? <laughs> 
So what's new for you as far as like in the art stuff? What do you, what do you got? What do you got planned? Well, Damn, dude. What's coming the, down the, the, at the, at the wormhole? At the moment, I got like, I just painted this uh, small mural for Bridgewater University, mm. which is a university, really big university right outside of Boston. And um, they've had two other people paint this spot. But I guess it's also like you, this small area is used by the community as well as the school. Yeah. And the guy that curated the situation got so much feedback that um he offered me a much larger wall permanent wall so oh. i'm just trying so to you're come. going back yeah some part uh, nice. maybe in the next couple months i'll go home rest for a bit chill yeah. for a bit and then come back to boston before it starts snowing or gets too cold and mm -hmm. come back and chill here for a yeah, bit too there you go there you go so that's the only real big project at the moment mm -hmm. you know are you uh are you, are you gonna have any shows in the future? Any? No, I don't really you, have too many you shows. Do, you don't do gallery shows. Like I, that? I do, but I don't get invited a lot because I do a lot of political stuff. Yeah, right, you know right, what I mean? Right. And I speak on mine. I think people don't like that. So uh, it, shows and galleries, this is all like politics, and it's like you got to be in the cool kid club to like get in there. But luckily. I have a really good manager that sells a lot of artwork for me, so I don't nice. even worry about. Nice. any shows or anything i'm just trying to make what's in my heart and then if it's done it's done if it sells it doesn't if it does that's so you basically me. just have all your stuff on the on the web i think i saw your website before like no it's all just instagram but yeah. like i have a print company you know what i mean yeah, but yeah. I, i'll always have people hit me up and they're like how much is this painting you know what i mean so or like can you do a mural or that happens quite often yeah luckily no, yeah. luckily because you said you're gonna do a small one here too yeah yeah Why somebody's backyard yeah yeah which is nice that's that's gonna be nice bro yeah yeah it's it's, it's good money for the, they, yeah, for the small work it. that's dope yeah like I, when i was here last time i also did somebody's uh like backyard they had like an upper deck in astoria mm -hmm. oh nice yeah so yeah. i get a lot of love here <laughs> luckily but yeah so i guess Hey, hey, Josh, how we doing on time? Yeah, uh, we got time. Oh, okay. Yeah, like okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't... You you, you good with the time? Or you... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because, you know, I know you're a busy man. No, no, I'm good. I'm you, good right you now. Have, you have museums to visit. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to maximize my <laughs> you know time, what I'm man. I'm addicted to art, so I'm like just trying to, like, get it So what's it some of your favorite artists? Oh, man, I'm like a really f weird conceptual art fan. Mm -hmm. There's this one dude that is possibly one, possibly like my most favorite artist more than anybody, this guy named Martin Creed. Mm -hmm. And he's like museum guy. Right. You know what I mean? And he won this thing called the Turner Prize mm -hmm. by the Tate Museum, which is the biggest contemporary museum in London. Mm -hmm. They gave out this prize every year to like what they consider to be the best artist. Mm -hmm. This guy won, I think, 2011 for this piece called Door Opening and Closing and Lights Turning Off and On in 30-Second Intervals. Yeah. And it's literally just a room mm -hmm. where the lights turn off and on every 30 seconds and the door opens and closes every 30 seconds. But, like, the dude does a lot of stuff where he literally, like, like takes a piss out of, like, the art world. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he makes these art pieces that are very conceptual. Right. And, like it's kind of about that you know what i mean mm -hmm. he's got some other like really 
interesting pieces where he'll just like crumble up a perfect like a ball like a piece of paper and he'll just crumble up in a ball and you could buy it for like three hundred dollars out of an open edition you know what i mean <laughs> and people ask him they're like how is that art you know what i mean he's like i never said it was art and he's like i just make things you know what i mean <laughs> so like this guy's this guy's possibly like it's like it's it takes you to something else that isn't like the normal art piece but i'm also like super into oil painters like renaissance artists like caravaggio and mm -hmm. rembrandt the, the old classic masters which is like when i go to museums like that's usually what i'm looking at is i'm checking out the painting yeah because i'm asking you because uh, we went to like three different type of museums and you were like cool with everything like yeah yeah well it's it's interesting you know what i mean it's interesting like what galleries push, what museums push, like what the narrative is, you know what I mean? Most of the time it's a little boring, it's a little bland, you know what I mean? But uh, it's always interesting to me, like to see yeah. what's being made, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? What do you, you thought about the cause thing we went to? I'm a, I'm a big cause fan. People, you know, some people aren't, but... Yeah, they kind of... I'm, I'm a forever cause fan. I'm, right. I'm, I'm good with, with whatever direction he's going, right. so... Yeah. So I, I love seeing the paintings and and the sculptures everywhere. Yeah, I think he, you know, he he does well, like cause like implementing those toys and Dude, I, those I, figures I, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Dope. I, I love it. I, I I still love it. Yeah, man. Cause yeah, cause that's what I asked you because I just noticed like like how you said, we dude. Was, I have a ton of. I own a bunch of cosplay oh, yeah? toys that are worth ridiculous amounts of money. Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah. Them, especially the like the older ones. Yeah, man. Dude, took about thousands. Of I got a Boba Fett. Ooh, yeah, nice, man, man! I got some classics. Cause I'm like super into Star Wars, and I used to make a bunch of political Star Wars art. Right. So like Star Wars crossover shit, just like, it's like, bro, it's crazy. You hooked me in, man. They're like, oh, Yo, what? <laughs> it's crazy. When that first course stuff was dropping, I had a chance to get a lot of it. And I remember I just, you telling yeah, me, man. I just, I just passed. That's passed, like buying Bitcoin passed. for yeah, like a passed. dollar. I passed on so much <laughs> shit, bro. And I look at the values of this stuff now. And it just kills me. Like I'm like, damn, this is the stuff I just was like, no, I don't want that. That's like buying a Danny Cortez piece a year ago. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Price is going up, man. Yeah, man. Price I love. Like, you know what they say? You know, yesterday's price is today's price. No, he, he goes up. <laughs> I'm like, about to post that, man. <laughs> no, you got to get on that train, dude. He goes up like every week. It's like it's another. Well, man, people. Well, well, you have. He's got big people, you know, supporting mm -hmm. him. Yeah, man. So I'm happy for him. Yeah, he's dude. Like. Even, like, it's crazy. When I first met him, and, like, he came on the show, whatever, and, like, we were just kicking it, bro. And I'm like... He cool, but he's he still was, so humble and down to earth. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, his, it wasn't like this. Like, you know, now... Well, people are... He's busy now. People yeah. need... And people want him. And big people doing, like... He's gonna, like, set movie production mm -hmm. design stuff. Yeah, because, like, I, I mean? tell him... Like, I tell him now. Like, like that's like, literally what, what the plan's next, you yeah, know? Yeah. He's, he's, he's expanding because he knows... The thing Beautiful. about Danny is that he's very smart. Like he knows that, you know, the miniatures have a timetable. True. And then it's like, okay, he got, I got to do something bigger else. Thing on the table. Yeah, I got to do something else. Way bigger things on the table. So now I know he's thinking about doing a lot of three D stuff, you know, bigger stuff. And yeah. then he does. Well, he did the DJ premiere boom yeah, back, yeah, which yeah. he's uh, presenting to him this week in yeah. in, in L A. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I was, I was there for all that. That's beautiful. So, <laughs> I That's have beautiful. video. That's and awesome. Pictures. But, um, yeah, like I was telling him, is like, what's next? And that's how I always try to challenge him. Okay, you're doing all this, but what's true, next? True, what, what is, what is going to 
make you separate from all the other artists that do miniatures. True. Tell them that all the time. Like, that's how you got to look at it. Because these guys are looking at you saying, I'm better than him. Yeah, who is this guy? I say, who's this guy? I'm better than him. Let yeah. me do this. So I always try to keep him challenged. Like, keep him. That's good. Keep him like, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're doing a great yeah, job Yeah, no, now. he's got his eyes set on, on the bigger picture, which is good. Yeah, but, yeah, man, like, you know, we got peace right here, man. So that's a beauty right there, You know there, what I'm saying? That's, that goes everywhere. Because when he gave it to me, we was actually at a show for a hip-hop dude, um, Stove God Cooks. I, I brought him to a show. Oh, nice. And he was like, he pulled it out of his pocket. Because I was like, dude, you got to give me something. Yeah, I had it in his pocket. Yeah. Oh, my God. So... You know, he, uh, he said, you know, I told him, you, you, you got to give me something for my birthday. And he's like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you, I think I wanted an um, uh, icebox, which I probably still get eventually. But he was like, yo, I got an icebox right now. And he pulls out this little miniature icebox. And, you know, I'm cool with Kess. Shout out Kess Gak, G-A-K. Oh, yeah, those are the East Coast legends. Oh, yeah, man. And 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 Ribs and all them, Coma. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually just ordered a bunch of little mini Free Humanity stickers that I'm giving Danny. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. And he gave it to me. He's like, yeah. He's like, dude, first I was just holding it. And then he was like, yeah, you can have it. You know, it's whatever. You know, it's Danny, so. That's beautiful. So, yeah, so now it sits in my, uh, I got like a big cabinet full of like toys. And oh, yeah, yeah. Sculptures. Nice. Types of shit. And it sits in there. Nice. It's good so home. It, so it'll come out for this season. I'll have it out. You know? <laughs> Because I'm supposedly going to have him and Clayton on, who just texted me. Clayton Patterson, you know, who does the hats and stuff. Ah, uh, no, no, no. Down here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not familiar. Yeah. But, it, but you, I'm telling you, you, you probably, because he always is around Danny, so you probably. Word. So him and Danny are going to come on the show cool. soon, so. It's going to be cool, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to get the backstory of that, because, you know, people. Yeah, that's a good one. People are like, oh, you got, you got miniatures and stuff like that? And also got a, um... A mailbox. Man, I need a mailbox. Yeah, I'm getting a Broadway and Myrtle sign made for me. Yeah, he made me a mailbox, which was cool. Yeah, those are the staples, the yeah, mailbox. Yeah, yeah. A mailbox. I'm going to get an icebox. You know, the sky's the limit. You never know with Danny. <laughs> <laughs> he surprises you. But anyway, you know, we're going to wrap this up. Word. You know, um, where can they find you? If you want to be found, I always tell people. Use the easiest place to find me is just Instagram, Free Humanity, one word. Mm -hmm. I just started a TikTok, Free Humanity. Oh, did you? Yes. Did you? I got yeah. a friend you. I, I, I don't know who to follow, yo. So, yeah. like, follow Danny, and I have this other company called Hempwick that sponsors me. They, right. like, make this, like, hemp, like, string. So when you're taking bong tokes, right. us West Coasters, we're about the bong tokes and about the right. dabs, straight, yo. Straight hits. Dude, right after breakfast. <laughs> you know what I mean? We stay lit all day straight the West hits. Coast. Yo, you got to, bro. So, um, so, yeah, man, I don't even know who to follow. But yeah, uh, I'm already that? catching a little traction on there. Yeah, man. Yeah, yo. So Dan mostly just Instagram's easiest place to find me. You know, yeah. I, I, I like to stay private so nobody really knows who i am because right. i like to still vandalize at my leisure yeah, it is so as well as you know public art pieces for colleges so <laughs> he's still active you know i'm active in the you know art world and here. in the you know in the streets you know what I'm saying? he active yeah so i'm active we gotta we gotta keep my mask on yeah yeah so uh, yeah, usually instagram free humanity one word mm -hmm. dm me i'm i'm always watching that because mm -hmm. that's where my business comes from Oh, nice. Okay. And you can find me on Instagram, Polo Farata, Soupy Podcast on YouTube, on Facebook, on any podcast provider that you have now. Um, like I always say before we end these shows, 
if you want to get this episode, well, not the video. The video is not going to be out for a very long time. I'm not going to lie to you guys. But the audio you can get today once I upload it on Patreon. If you sign up for the Patreon, it's only $5. Hmm. You can get this episode. If not, you can wait till October. Um, it's going to be part of a whole big thing I got planned, you know, centered around Comic-Con. So, you know, you're going to have to wait. Um, yeah, thank you for all the people that are supporting. Thank you for all the people that are buying merch. The merch is just it's just a it's just a headache trying to keep stuff in yeah. stock, trying to get stuff to people. That's a lot of work. Um, yes, and it's only me. So thank you guys. Keep one. Look at the shorts, look at the videos. Um yeah, we'll have an episode soon. I'm gonna get out of here. Ciao, Soupy Podcast. We're out. Peace. <laughs>